Colden FM, the sound of magic. Enter Merlin, but beware, do not interrupt his magic. Witch's Yule Story It seems that this year the Yuletide season hit the stores even faster than last year. We seem to expect that rush from commerce 
to make a buck. While we are out buying our Thanksgiving turkey, we expect to hear, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. But this year, I noticed, while I was picking up candy for the trick-or-treaters, that Bing Crosby was already playing over the store's intercom systems. Then driving home that evening, I noticed one of the homes in my neighbourhood already had holiday lights up, to include a fully decorated tree in the window. I just don't think that the ancients had any idea that the day we honour the returning of the sun was going to be turned into such a money-making occasion. I am personally proud of the fact that our pagan traditions and celebrations are in no way responsible for this one. Now don't get me wrong, I love the holiday of Yule and the celebration of the winter solstice. I decorate, put up a tree and prepare a delicious Yule feast. We exchange gifts and even sing Yuletide songs. And whilst it may seem odd to most, I am normally undecorated and have everything packed away by the 25th. But I didn't always have the freedom to celebrate as I desired. I celebrated the winter solstice and Yule within the disguised decorations of Christmas. Perhaps all this misplaced jubilation is one of the reasons for the holiday blues so many have during this time of year. The confusion I dealt with surrounding the winter holidays was my own. I knew the truth, but I learned as a child that speaking of it was not acceptable. You could talk about Christmas, Santa, gifts and eating, but not the truth. Even today our pagan children are not allowed the freedoms of their holiday beliefs. Yet once I allowed myself the freedom to rejoice within the solstice rites and Yule, I found the inspiration to enjoy it all, even when I am sitting with family members who have no idea what I believe on the 25th of December. Winter solstice and Yule, which I learned meant Feast of the Wheel, was an end celebration of the ancients. Solstice celebrations were not concepts practised only by the ancient Europeans. These traditions and customs of honouring and welcoming the sun can be found throughout history, being celebrated by people on every continent. I learned that in this rite of winter, we welcome not only the coming of a new year, but the excitement and preparation of the rebirth of life. It was a time of readying, and a time to reflect, a time to help others and honour those who had passed into the veil. One of my favourite parts of this holiday is the tradition of the Yule Log. The Yule Log is a witch's Yule Log, and is perhaps done a dif bit differently than others of which you have heard. A witch's Yule Log is used to call the spirits of your loved ones that have passed. I can see my great-grandmother's house as clearly as if it were, I were there today. It was made of wood, greyed by time and age. There were great stones which made the fireplace wall, and flat ones stacked at the corners of the house that held it up from the ground. In the winter, the back porch was filled with wood waiting for the fire. The windows give a warming, luminous glow from the candles placed in them for the holiday. And in my eyes, as a child, that was what love and peace must surely have looked like. 
In December, it was fiercely cold, even in the house. You had to wait until the fires were rekindled and had time to warm each room. I didn't always look forward to getting out of my cosy, soft bed. It was warm, and I liked being in a little nest of my own. I would sink deep into the down mattress, bundled tightly in my great-grandmother's handmade quilts. Each quilt made from tiny pieces of the past, filled with stories of people and lives long past from this world. But I only needed to be called once, quickly grabbing my clothes and running into the kitchen where it was warm. I would stand behind the stove where the pipe came out of the wall, and there I would dress, being cautious not to touch any part of the red-hot stove. I remember how I looked over, and on the kitchen table saw a small box wrapped in green and red cloth, and tied with brown cord. I was so excited, and wanted to find out what might be in the box. My great-grandmother sat down at the table with her cup of coffee, and told me that I could open it. I shook it. It felt light. Then, as if I was performing some great act of discovery, I opened the box to find a big chunk of shiny grey charcoal. I looked at my great-grandmother with a curious eye, wondering what secrets this small black stone might possibly hold. Smiling back at me, she said, This is a key, a key to a doorway of those we love but no longer see. That evening at sunset, Yule Eve, my great-grandmother asked me to help her bring in the big log we had picked for the Yule fire. She stirred the coals in the fireplace, then put the small piece of charcoal from the green and red box onto the coals. Soon the small piece of coal began to glimmer again with new life. Then we carefully placed the new Yule log into the fireplace. The shadows within the room danced from the light of the fire as it grew within the hearth. I lay on the floor, looking into the fire, my chin in my hands, as my great-grandmother began to explain about this key of Yule. As she told me the stories of family that had passed, and of those she loved, I could sense the room fill with the spirits of those of whom she spoke. I began to see them, as she did, and to share in the memories of those all about me. The Yule log is burned to open the doorway between the veils. The small piece of charcoal is the key to the thinning of the veils. It allows the years past and today to join, that the spirits of our loved ones who have crossed over may join us during this holiday season. As long as the Yule log burns, the spirits of those you love may cross, but only until it burns out. While the Yule log burns, you may talk, see, and visit with all those you love that have passed on to other planes. It is a time to share the stories of family than those you loved. It is a time to share traditions and honour those who have given us our history. This is not a scary thing, but something we look forward to each year in love and joy. Before the Yule log burns to its end, you must take a piece and save it for the next year. Of course, you must make sure it is completely out, a cold coal. I know this is silly to say, but if I don't, someone will get burned. Save the bit of charcoal until next year, preferably 
in a red or green cloth. The burning of the Yule log and sharing the past is also a part of the magic used to assure the turning of the wheel of life or bringing on of the seasons. We are joined with our past as we look forward to our future. Maybe this is where the saying, May the spirit of the season be with you always, truly comes from. May your holiday be filled with the magic that really makes up the season. Have a shining solstice, a happy Yule, and a very blessed New Year. And that piece of writing is done by a lady called Lady Abigail, who is a high priestess of the Ravensgrove Coven. And I would like to thank the fact that she published it in Witchvox for allowing me to actually share it with you. And so now let's move on to a, a piece of music, and then when we come back, we'll uh, we'll take the story of Yule a little bit further. So enjoy the next piece of music. These wicked whispers play the hide and seek of games. We quest forever, never shouldering the blame. So I am shining light on sand. 
Colgen FM, the sound of magic. Well, that was a track by Celia Ferran, and that was called Shine Your Light. And next up, we have a brand new artist to our airwaves, a girl called Ange Hardy. And I only met her last week, and some of the music that she produces is absolutely brilliant. And this is a track from her album Windmills and Wishes, and it's a track called Mr. Man. I hope you enjoy it. I certainly think it's a brilliant track. So here's Ange Hardy and Mr. Man. If you don't mind, I really could 
It on to the best station on the net. Colgan FM. Online. Well, that was Ange Hardy and Mr. Man. And now to continue our Yule-themed broadcast, we have another little story, and it's called The Yule Fairies. And it's by an unknown author, so goodness knows who wrote it then. If he's unknown, we don't know who it was. So here we have The Yule Fairies. A group of little fairies huddled in their home, deep under the roots of a giant oak tree. They were safe and snug in their tiny underground cave, lined with dandelion fluff, bird feathers and dried moss. Outside, the wind blew cold, and the snow fell softly down to cover the ground. I saw the Sun King today, the fairy named Rose said as she pulled her mossy cloak tighter about her. He looked so old and tired as he walked off through the forest. What is wrong with him? The great oak said, He's dying, answered Daffodil. Dying? Oh, what will we do now? Little Grass Meadow started to cry. If the Sun King dies, our little plant friends will not grow. The birds will not come and sing again. Everything will be winter forever. Lilac, Dandelion, and Elder Blossom tried to comfort their friend, but they were all very sad as they huddled together, and there was a knock on the door. Open up, fairies, called a loud voice. Why are you hiding inside instead of joining us in our solstice celebrations? Rose opened the door, and the little gnome, Brown Nobby, pushed inside, shaking the glistening snowflakes off his brown coat and hat. We are too sad to celebrate, Daffodil said, wiping her eyes. The Sun King is dying, haven't you heard? He's dead, you silly fairies, Brown Nobby's round dark eyes sparkled with laughter. Now hurry, or we'll be late for the celebration. How can you be happy and laughing 
Elder Blossom stamped her little foot and frowned at the gnome. If the Sun King is dead, it will be winter always. We will never, ever see the sun again. Oh, you silly little child fairies. Brown Nobby grabbed Dandelion by the hand and pulled her to her feet. There is a secret to the winter solstice. Don't you want to know what it is? The fairies looked at him in surprise. Secret, they all said. What secret? We are only new little fairies. You silly gnome. We've never been to a solstice celebration before. Come and see, come and see, get your capes and come with me. Brown Nobby danced and jigged around the room. Hurry, hurry, don't be slow. To the sacred oak grove, through the snow. He danced out of the door and disappeared. What did that gnome mean? Rose asked as she gathered up her cloak of dried rose petals, held together with cobwebs and lined with goose down. I don't know, but the lady lives in the sacred grove. Meadowgrass pulled on her hat. Perhaps if we go and see the goddess, she can explain what Brown Nobby was talking about. The fairies left their snug little home and trudged off through the snow towards the sacred oak grove. The forest was dark with the only the light of the moon shining down through the thick fir branches and bare limbs of the maple and hawthorn. It was very difficult for them to get through the snow because they were very, very small. As they waded through the wet snow and shivered in the cold wind, they met a fox. Where are you going, fairies? the fox asked. To the sacred grove, they answered. They were cold and shivering. Climb on my back and I will take you there swiftly. The fox knelt down so the fairies could climb up. Then he raced off through the dark. Listen, Lilac said as they neared the grove of sacred trees. Someone is singing happy songs. A lot of someones. The beautiful music carried over the cold, still, moonlit air. It was the most beautiful music the fairies had ever heard. The fox carried the fairies right to the edge of the stone altar in the centre of the grove. Then he knelt down. Look, said Elder Blossom, as they slid down to the snow-covered ground. There's the maiden and the mother and the old wise crone and many other little people. They are all smiling and happy, said Lilac, as she looked around at all the creatures. All the animals are here too, whispered Dandelion. Why are they all looking at the mother? The fairies moved closer to the tree. The fairies moved closer to the three ladies seated on the altar stone. The mother held a bundle close in her arms, smiling down at it. The maiden reached down and took the fairies gently in her hands. She held them close to the mother so they could see what she held. A baby, the fairies cried. A new little baby. Look how he glows. He is the newborn sun king, said the maiden, smiling. But Brown Obby and the old oak tree said the sun king was dead, the fairies answered her. How can this little baby be the sun king? That is the great secret of the winter solstice. The old wise one touched the baby's cheek with her wrinkled hand. Every year, 
The Sun King must come to the sacred grove during the darkest days of winter, where he dies. I take his spirit to the mother, who gives him new life again. This is the way for all creatures, not just the Sun King. You mean, everything lives and dies and lives again? The fairies look down in wonder at the baby Sun King, nestled in the arms of the mother. Yes, little ones, answered the old wise crone. There is never an end to life. This is the great mystical secret of the winter solstice. The fairies laughed because they were so happy. I think the little Sun King should have a gift, said Rose. I will show him where the rose, wild roses bloom in the early summer. And I will teach him to call the birds and listen to the songs of the wind, exclaimed Dandelion. When he is older and stronger, said the mother, then the flowers will bloom at his touch. The birds will return to sing their song, and the air will be warm from his breath, and winter will be gone for a time. Then the Sun King will run and play with you in the forest. The little fairies sang to the baby Sun King songs of the coming spring, the sweet-smelling flowers, the bumbling bees, and all the secrets of the forest and all the creatures within the sacred grove sang with them. Then the fox took them back to their snug home under the roots of the giant oak tree, where they dreamed wonderful dreams, waiting for the warmth of spring and the fun they would have with the little Sun King. What a gorgeous little story that is, and I hope you enjoyed it. So let's move on now for another piece of music, and then as we enter the final phase of our show. Cauldron FM. Online. The sound of magic. more to this vagabond than the eye can 
That was the sound of Blackmore's Night and something taken from their recording of Lord of the Dance. I hope you enjoyed it and now let's move on to a little ritual that I've discovered and it's called Drawing Down the Moon. So with the coming of the full moon, I'd like to share the act of drawing down the moon. This is a silent ritual that requires no tools. It is a ritual for drawing the goddess into your own body. You need no words, but feel free to add some if you like. So to draw down the moon, step outside and stand under the light of the full moon. Ground and centre yourself. Imagine your feet are like the roots of a tree and sink them down into the earth. Visualise any stress or anger that you are carrying, draining away to be absorbed back harmlessly into the earth. Now see that the earth is in turn sending you revitalizing energy. Raise up your arms, stretch out your fingers, take a deep cleansing breath 
and exhale slowly. Next, stand with your hands loosely by your sides, holding your palms up. Open your chakras. Light up those seven energy centers. Stretch out your psychic feelings and open yourself up to the goddess and her illumination. Tip up your face to the light of the moon and envision pulling some of that luminosity and power down and inside of yourself. You may feel a comforting warmth surrounding you, like an astral hug. Enjoy the sensation for a while. Take a deep breath and let it out slowly. Now zip your chakras closed with a quick arm motion from your mid-thigh area to over the top of your head. Ground and centre again. Relax. Whisper a thank you to the goddess and return indoors or stay outside a while longer if you prefer. Blessed be. And many thanks and many blessings to Dragon Fairy for producing that short ritual. I hope you enjoyed it. I have used that several times and find it to be absolutely fantastic. I'm going to move into some adverts now, then a final piece of music, and then I'll say farewell. So I'll see you the other side of the music. Coming to an internet site near you very shortly is a brand new business, The Witch's Shop. It caters for everything a witch, pagan or druid could possibly need for any occasion. So to find us, visit www.the-witches-shop.co.uk or you could find us on Facebook. So remember, for everything you could possibly need in your witch's broom cupboard, visit the-witches-shop.co.uk Sometimes we need an extra pair of hands when looking after an elderly relative, or we need a little help as we approach our twilight years. We specialise in providing a personal care service. Our experienced care team can provide assistance with bathing, shopping, meal preparation at reasonable and competitive rates. Please contact Alison on 01271 864 886. Candor Care, providing care in the community. Warm, comforting, and crafted with love. Old world style and grace handmade to your specifications. Each item is truly unique and all handmade. If you are looking for something bold and showy, or something just like Grandma used to make, search Cozy Crochet and Crafts on Facebook. Wish Upon a Star Weddings is a place where dreams come true. Our aim is to make your wedding day one of the most magical and memorable days of your life. We will assist in making your dreams into reality and make your special day as unique as you are. We create packages that are specifically designed for you and taking into account your budget, your day can be as modest or as lavish as you wish. You are in control. Choose venues from country mansions through to contemporary hotels with stunning views. Whatever you have in mind, we will be able to work with you to create something extra special. You can speak to Kim on 01271 862 944 or 07811 322 962 or you can email her at info at wishuponastarweddings.com. 
After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist. But you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions. Or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends. Or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07 Email her at littlebirdsmassage at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds-holistics.co.uk We don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh clean carpets, give us a call on 07 530 630 001. The Carpet Fresh Man. Delphine, a trained therapist, offers Reiki, massage, and tarot readings in the comfort of your own home. Readings can also be provided by email. To contact Delphine, please call 07 582. 459667 or email Delphine Sutherland at hotmail.co.uk. For legal reasons, tarot readings are provided for entertainment purposes only. Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. Music 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Mystical. Magical.
Well, that brings us to the end of this show for Yule 2013. I hope that you've found it interesting and that you've enjoyed it. I hope that you've also enjoyed the music. And on the subject of the music, I would like to thank all the artists for giving their permission for us to play this music. We make certain that whenever we actually play music like that, that we do have the artist's permission before we do it. And um, all that remains to say to you is that uh, I hope that you have a very, very blessed Yule. If you're listening to this and you, you celebrate Christmas, well, that's great. That's fine. I hope that you have a fantastic Christmas. Have a joyous and a wonderful New Year. I'll be back talking to you with another show in early 2014. So until the next time, I'll wish you love and light and blessed be. And as I say, to you and yours, have a wonderful time at this season of goodwill. Blessed be. You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, the sound of magic. Golden FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Around the planet on the World Wide Web.